0: But I do think that both fighters really, really wanted this fight, um, and shout out to them because they both both sides have said they've been on the phone with each other for the last couple months or whatever, and hammering down saying we're gonna make this thing happen. So salute to the fighters again taking control of these situations. <laughs>
1: what ring king's podcast is back early what is going on everybody we're here otr mike b a if we're here early that means there's some news dropping
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that news is errol spence and a friend of the show black pride baby we're in the building Mr. Black Prime himself, Bud Crawford, <laughs> agreed to a fight. It is happening. Yes, yes. And It is happening soon. In July... was it? July... 29th, 29th, I believe. Yeah, 29th. Um, surprising news. Uh, So surprising that we just didn't believe it when uh, it was reported by a reliable source. We're just like, yeah, okay, sure, 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 sure. We'll wait. We'll wait. But uh, both sides are selling t-shirts for the fight. Um, the the you know, Errol Spence said he's already in training camp, so this is this is happening. How do you guys feel about it?
0: Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Look, the boxing fan in me, um, is great for boxing, right? But the the core of me, it's not. I'm not excited, right? Like I would have been if it would have happened last year, like we thought it was going when the talks. When everything was going down, it looked like they were close supposedly. Yada yada. It just kind of lost its luster, and I think we kind of touched on that of how like the further they kick that can down the road, man, the more and more you know it's going to lose its steam, and it may or may not be harder to sell. I think it. I think it'll sell. I think. I mean, there are a lot of people online that's excited about it. Um, but what you allowed to happen was <clears throat> tank. Garcia step in in front of that fight you know and you know they had the boxing world buzzing for a while still has the the boxing world buzzing weeks later um so you know they they they're gonna have a task to sell it I think right but uh but it's good for it's good for boxing as a whole and I'm, I'm glad to see I will be tuning in but I have lost some excitement I'll be honest with you guys
1: uh yeah um I feel I, I kind of feel that way, but go ahead, B. Go ahead and uh, give us your thoughts. Oh no, I, I agree with
2: Mike. You know, it's you know when you're when you're ramping up for something, and you're really excited about it, and it doesn't happen. You know, you kind of lose a little bit of that. I'm sure the closer we get to it, the more excited I'll be. But you know, I, I'll tell you this: uh, we, we we're all gonna watch the fight just because we do the show. and We gotta watch all the fights. If I were just a fan and I had to pick. Uh, that's not the fight that I'd be watching that week. I'd be watching Inouye and Fulton over this one.
1: Well, the good news is, uh, Inouye and Fulton <laughs> w- won't be available to most Americans because we have to e- either get up early to go to work or we have to do the last couple of hours <laughs> of sleep be, before we be go to work. Very
2: available, okay. That's Some that's things that's require Tuesday. sacrifice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you think about it though, if you think about it, we're getting sidetracked for a second. That is kind of genius. That is a kind of genius because if you were to take any day off during the week, what day do you really want to take off? Like most people say Friday, but that's not really the day. The day that you hate the most is Tuesday. Okay. Mondays, you're ready to go back to work. Okay. Like you don't, you may not want to go back to work, but you prepared on Sunday. (laughs) You, you, like you mentally prepared on Sunday. Like, man, even if you say, man, I ain't trying to go to work tomorrow, you understand tomorrow is Monday and you're going right? Whatever. It's Monday. It is what it is. I'll deal with it. Tuesday. All Tuesday is, is Tuesday. It's not hump day. It's not the day before Friday. It's not the day before the weekend. All you have on Tuesday is a full week ahead of you. Tuesday is no man's land. (laughs) Listen, Wednesday, everybody feels a little bit better on Wednesday because it's hump day, right? You start to see a light at the end of the tunnel. Thursday is Friday Eve. Friday's Friday. It doesn't matter if you go to work or not. You've already checked out, and your your mind is already yeah. into the weekend. Tuesday is just the worst day. So if you're going to take a day off, Tuesday's the day to take the day off and entertain yourself with a great fight. Yeah, if you take Tuesday off, the rest of the week is downhill. Yeah.
0: We'll, just, yeah. well, just be smart like me and watch it at work. That's what I'm going to do. Ah, There you go. I hope my boss ain't watching, but that's (laughs) no, you
2: know, know, ain't nobody
1: watching. (laughs) All right, back to Spencer Crawford. Um, no, yeah, Mikey, you and I talked about it this morning. Um, yeah, I I feel, you know, kind of you know, drained by the whole negotiation thing, although it was a little entertaining at times, but you know, it got to a point where I myself was wondering, what did Bud Crawford really want to do? Like, does he even want to box anymore? Because Mm his you know his name wasn't really linked to any other fights right he, you know at least with arrow spence there were talks of him fighting keith thurman or him moving up like you know arrow spence wants to fight the top fighters he says it himself no tune-ups so he wasn't going to fight any david abanesian type of fights he wanted the best fighters but with crawford you didn't really hear anything at all you know and i know Jerome boots ennis called him out i know keith thurman recently called called out bud and there just really wasn't any any buzz going right for any of that stuff i think I think now we understand that you know spence and crawford were working behind the scenes to try to iron this out i think they probably have been talking for a while right um it's sudden to us but i think they understood that this fight was happening i think both of them have been training quietly right um but no like it it, it felt like all right this might be the end for bud crawford yeah, you know, maybe he's looking at retirement, um, and I just don't know. You know how much he has left in them. Um, there was a time where I felt like both of them it could go either way, right? Like this Haney and Limonchenko fight, but now I just feel like I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if, if if Bud has it in him. I, I just don't feel like he has anything for for Arrow Spence at this point. But um, you know, the closer we get to the fight, you know, we get to see them training and you know, The, the build up to the fight, I think I'll be more hyped about it. But right now, I, I you know, just me today, I don't feel like Bud is really on, on that level with Errol Spence. I think this is just like another step in stone for Errol Spence. And then we'll see what Bud does after this.
0: Man, the Bud, the Budites is gonna come after you, bro. Yeah,
1: I know, but you know what, though, Bud, Bud fans, Bud fans, it's all right, man. We don't need a fight. Okay, because the fight is happening. We don't need to argue. We just gotta watch the
0: fight. See what happens,
2: yeah. Why Budites instead of just buddies?
0: Mm, buddies kind of sound kind of. Well, I've no, heard I've heard disagree. I've
1: heard I've heard bud buddies. that's, sure what, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a term of endearing. That was a that was a slander <clears throat> towards the bud buddies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, um, but I, I see I see what you're saying. Um Bud had a Bud had a depending on which side you you look at this right the the Budites as we say, Bud-ites. um <laughs> they they were under the impression that it was Spence that was holding this thing up right I think if you if you kind of stay down the middle be impartial in the situation Bud came out of that the last set of negotiations not looking too good right right. Um, for whatever reason, you know, or for a ton of reasons, right? The the hedge fund, all of this stuff, the all the blk prime stuff, baby, all of that stuff, it just wasn't. It just he just wasn't looking good in that situation. Um, so I can see what you're saying. Um, and then there was no talks of him any other possible fights. We like you said, we had heard Spence, and and um, Thurman. You know, was was on the horizon if this didn't happen. Um, so. I see what you're saying. I, I think I think you know I think Buzz still has you know a lot in the tank. I think he's still a game fighter. Um me personally though, I just think that Spence is Spence is special. And I just think that I from from the beginning, right? I always favored Spence in that fight. Um just because uh I, I just think I just think Spence just, just has a little bit more than Bud. Um, we've seen Bud hurt before, haven't really seen Spence hurt before. Um, so, but I, I can see, I can see where you're going for, with that. It, it looked like at one time too, over the last stretch, that Bud was just about getting the bag, right? Which is why he took the BOK prime fight. Apparently, supposedly he got, allegedly he got ten million for that fight. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I think. I I personally was watching some some highlights today. People was posting stuff, and it got me a little more into it. Um, but it's going to be, as I said before, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough sell for both sides. I think um, you, you already know. Spencer's Spencer's him. He's just quiet. Bud does a little bit more talking. Um, but he has had a stretch where you question where it was head, where his head was at, if he was all about just getting bags, because we know the situation with him and Bob Aaron. And how that turned out, and the money, and we feel like he could have been getting bigger fights back then, right? um So I don't know. I can I can see where someone might question where his head might be, but I do think that both fighters really, really wanted this fight. um And shout out to them because they both both sides have said they've been on the phone with each other for the last couple months or whatever, and hammering down, saying we're gonna make this thing happen. So salute to the fighters again, taking control of these situations. We talked about how Tank and, and, and Ryan Garcia took control of that situation to make that fight happen. So salute to them for that. But I, which I, I can see where your point is, uh, Jose but but where his head is at.
1: Yeah, and like I said, it's it, it's just a feeling right now, right? Um, um, but it doesn't matter. the The fight is happening, and we don't have to really debate on who will win the fight. We're gonna find out who wins the fight, and. Who would possibly win the rematch because there is a rematch clause. Uh, from my understanding, either fighter can activate it or the you know the loser can activate the rematch clause uh thirty days after the fight. And I believe the fight has to happen this
0: year or by the end of this year. Yeah, before the end of twenty twenty three. So we're gonna see two fights of these guys um fairly, fairly quick. So I guess that's a good thing for the sport. Let's just hope that it's a it's a good fight, you know. Um, it, it just I, I'll say I'll say this right. They announced it right. I, even with the announcement, I'm still a little shaky. July just seems quick, right? Yeah. And then you look at July, late July at that, right? So then the next fight will have to happen before the years out. So what you looking at? September, October, November ish. Um. Yeah. Maybe
1: maybe December. Who knows? Yeah.
0: So I mean, that's a quick turnaround uh for both fighters. So, you know, we'll see. But it's here. So let's get excited, B. We are we, gonna find a way to get excited. It's, it's, it's happening, so we'll see. I'm very excited for NY Fulton. I'm gonna be very excited <laughs> that week. Um,
2: you know, I I've I always thought even before you know that fight the fight fell apart last year. I thought that Spence was the better fighter and that Spence would win. Uh I that hasn't changed so i'm i'm gonna take spence by a late tko oh you think he knocks out bud tko i think he gets
1: stopped wow i don't th- i mean i'm i'm leaning more towards that like i i've always felt like i think we all picked spence to win right but i just thought it would be a close fight right I, I think bud is is up there but you know recently i just i don't know man um yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, look, they, they both have been a little inactive, right? Errol Spence has just been kind of waiting for Bud, but at least had that fight with David Avenesian. But that doesn't really sway my opinion anyway whatsoever. But I don't know. Like, the longer the layoff and the more I'm looking at the two of them, yeah, I kind of feel like Spence is going to outclass them. I don't know about TKO. Um, that will surprise me a little bit. I think both of them are, are still high-caliber fighters. Uh, for it to go to you know turn into that unless unless we have a, a Sean Porter situation, right? <laughs> Where his trainer throws in the towel we shouldn't throw in a towel. But uh no, I don't I I expect a unanimous decision for Erl Spence.
0: So let me ask you this. If if Spence wins this fight without no tuna off of this long layoff, what does that say about him? And what does that say about, you know, even a rematch, right? I, like, unless it's a super close fight, right? I see that affecting. It, you almost need Bud to win the first one to sell the second one, right? I, I feel like because if he outclasses him, like you said, and he offered his layoff, no tune ups, then it's kind of like, yo, what we want a part? what we want a second one for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you think.
1: Know. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Honestly, the, I think the only way we see a rematch activated is if, if is if it's a close loss for Arrow for for Errol Spence, right? Um, or a loss for l Spence. I think Arrow takes a L. He gonna want that get back, right? He he gonna want to get right back in that ring and and and, and you know get his revenge. I think if Bud loses a close one, I mean, I think if Bud loses, I'm not sure if he wants to get back in, in the ring and, and, and do a rematch. He probably just wants to, you know, go do something else. I don't know. Maybe uh, if he gets outclassed, definitely there's not going to be a rematch. Right? Or if Bud outclasses Arrow. I think, I think even if Bud outclassed Arrow, Errol, Errol would still want a rematch. Right? I think he's that prideful. I don't think Bud would want it.
2: Right, i right i'm gonna disagree i think that bud will want a rematch uh i think he'll activate the rematch clause regardless because mind. yeah and it, you know his last fight sold a little over a hundred thousand. yeah yeah this fight should sell a lot more than that and I think he's so gonna that, want i think he's gonna want you know two fights where where you know he's selling and he's making a lot of money since you know that's kind of that's been a big deal that's fair uh, i think he's gonna activate that regardless that's a fair point that's a fair point
1: and, you know at the and at this point man like you know fight like we say all the time fighters aren't scared to fight each other man like they they worked this hard right. they reached this point this fear isn't isn't part of it right so
0: yeah i, I can see that happening the bud ice gonna come after us though we because every time we talk it sounds like we we <laughs> we look we like but i like but
1: listen you man know? if he wins we're gonna give him his props I, I promise you, whoever
2: whoever wins is going to be the number one pound for pound in the world. Yeah, yes, that's what it's
0: for. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I like look. I like Bud. I just think I just I I just think Spence is that special. I think Spence is that dude. I've seen this man come off of near death experiences and not take a tune up and and do his thing against against world class fighters or solid to good fighters. Right, so. Um, and Bud is—I think the resumes, you know, say a little bit more. I seen Bud, and we we can we can blame Bud's previous pro- uh, uh, promotion, even though he was kind of spearheading this last promotion of his own. But I just think Spence is that guy you know but and i and i love bud but i just think that Spence is that guy so before y'all attack us man we like we like bud too we we just we just think Spence is that guy or
1: well, how about this how about this don't get emotional about it be be an adult right uh if you disagree that's fine you don't like our takes that's fine um don't act like you're 9 years old Right. <laughs> try to try to be an adult about it. Be a grown up and just say, hey, you know, I don't agree with your opinion. I think, but uh, Bud got this. Cool. Cool. Right. Like, I mean, when we did our our pound for pound list, I know Ferris is a big Bud fan. He, he thinks Bud Bud is better than Errol Spence. That's fine. Right. Um, these are our opinions and we don't have to sit here and fight about it. They're, they're going to uh, settle it in the ring come July 29th. Twenty ninth, I believe, yeah, uh, end of July. So, um, unless it ends in a controversy, uh, even if it ends in a controversy, more more than likely there'll be a rematch. So there really is no necess- no need to really go back and forth between the budites and what we call the the arrow spence fans, uh, the rationals. Uh... <laughs> No, listen, listen. I'm gonna be fair. Uh, there are fanatics, no matter who 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 you like. Yeah, no,
2: there there okay. are for sure, but it's a it's a matter of percentage.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna argue that because I see I I've I've looked at some of these other YouTube channels, man, and the people that call into those those shows or you know chime in the chat a lot a lot of Bud fans they lose their minds. I don't know what I mean. He has a cult, right? Like. Like I, I don't I don't know what it is about him that they just they lose their minds over him. You can't you can't say anything about him uh without them going at you. But uh we don't care. <laughs> 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 we do not care. Um uh, all right. So obviously we're gonna be talking more about that uh coming up. Um we wanna kind of double back to Devin Haney versus Vasiliy Lomachenko a little bit. We did a live stream after the fight. Um it was a very close fight. I don't even want to call it a controversial decision. Um you know anybody could could have could have won that fight. It was that close, uh but they gave it to Devin Haney. And you have a lot of fans out there saying, "Hey, uh Vasiliy Lomachenko was robbed and, you know, uh you know it it wasn't that close i don't know what fight you're watching it was very close um so in a close fight nobody's getting robbed you've got to see how to you know uh you know if it's a if it's a close scorecard, which it was that's not a robbery right 7 rounds to 5 isn't a robbery now they're saying like 10 to 2 yeah something fish is going on all right but uh one person also agreed that you know he didn't help he didn't help the matters by saying this is a robbery, uh, and that was Devin Haney's own promoter,
0: Bob Arum. I'm sorry, man, no problem. You won that fight,
1: these right here, and one right here. You won that fight, these.
2: Easy. Yes. These.
1: Easy. I know So uh, for our audio listeners, um, that was uh, Bob Arum shaking hands with Vasilo Lomachenko after the fight and his father, and he's telling Vassil Lomachenko, hey, sorry, man, you won that fight easy. And then he repeats that to his father who walks by uh, after Vassil Lomachenko shakes his hand and says, hey, he won that fight easy, easy. Um, There's so many things wrong with that, right? Bob Arum promotes both of them. They're, they're both on the top rank. Uh, when he, when, he thought the mic was off right there that was a hot mic when the mic was actually on they asked him about it he said he wasn't you know really picking a fighter this is now a good fight and all that stuff so he understood that you don't really pick sides but when the mic wait we thought the mic was off uh he showed his favoritism we all suspected that he favored vasil lomachenko right um he wanted lomachenko to have the belts um and if he wasn't gonna win that fight I, I felt like he was going to push for a rematch, which I, I I suspect he will. You know, and if that doesn't happen, he'll get Shakur to fight Devin Haney. Uh, he just, they don't want Devin Haney having those belts, right? Uh, Bob Arum, this is why we don't like Bob Arum, and this is this is kind of this kind of goes back to what Bud Crawford has said about Bob Arum, although Bud Crawford ain't doing himself any favors uh, with, with the way he handles business, but the way he he promotes black fighters it's just poor right it, it's just poor and this is a, a good example of it you have devin haney who has all the belts he's undefeated young fighter very young fighter um, a lot of redeeming qualities about devin haney personality wise and no he's not a knockout artist but he's an excellent boxer and i think top rank could do a lot more to promote him and it doesn't seem like they're interested in it. I think they think that they can make more money with Vasil Lomachenko. And there's the obvious reason for that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but Vasil Lomachenko, to me, has proven that he's not that guy. This is his third loss. Some people will argue he should have lost the fight before this. Right. Um, there's always an excuse for why Vasil Lomachenko loses these fights, But I don't see a whole lot of winning from Vasil Lomachenko.
2: Well, I'm I, I don't disagree but I don't have a problem with him saying that uh when he thinks that the mics are off. You know, a lot of people thought Vasily Lomachenko won that fight. I thought Vasily Lomachenko won that fight. Easy? Uh, no, I don't easy. think he won. I don't think he won easy, but that's I mean that's I think he won the fight.
1: Yeah, uh, but but to say easy, like But there there are people who think he
2: did win easy. Shakur Stevenson's is one of them. Yeah, you know, he when he hopped in the ring and said that Basil got, got robbed.
1: I don't think I so I I mean Khashoggi, but uh, I I I don't think he should be saying that um to a fighter, especially when you represent the other fighter as well. He should say, yeah. "Hey, sorry, man, it was a it was a tough fight. We'll see about getting your rematch, right? You have to keep it professional. You can't. I, I don't think you should say." I don't, say I
2: don't like think that. it's unprofessional to tell a fighter that you think he won when you think he won. Uh, you know, like it's not saying, "Hey, there's something wrong with Devin Haney." It's just saying, "Hey, I think you won that fight." And you can still work on a rematch you know i don't think i don't really think that's going to happen but i mean you can still do whatever like you you watch the fight and you're going to have an opinion on who won the fight uh i don't see i don't think there's a problem with saying hey yeah i I thought you won it but you know whatever We'll, we'll move on from here um in terms of you know whether or not he thinks he can make money with devin haney i don't think he can um he, and the and the the numbers for this paper. But well, before that. you
1: but, before you get to that, before you get to that, because right. I I, I want to show this too, right? Like this is this is why I have a problem with him saying it, right? Because obviously this this got out and it got back to David Haney. and there you go, right? He's he's tweeting about it, right? Saying he's old, he fell asleep, he probably fell asleep during during the fight. Um, obviously he has a problem with that. And okay, he thought the mic was off. He got caught in a hot mic. He didn't mean for it to get out, but that's why you don't say it, right? You're you're in a setting, and by I mean bot Aaron is old, <laughs> right? He's been around for a very long time. He understands the concept of a hot mic. So maybe in a phone call, or you know, when you're away from that setting, maybe you say it to him. But at that moment, no well, man, yeah, you got no, you got that...
2: keep things tight. But that but that's a different conversation. Whether he should have said it to him right then and there is a different conversation than should you say it to him at all. Like they all have private conversations where they say things that they would not say publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh and like I said, I don't have a yeah, you know, if you're there in front of I mean even if the mic wasn't hot, there's a whole bunch of reporters there, somebody might have just heard you. Uh so yeah, there's a there's a better time and place to say that. But I was saying is to to your point about him not thinking he can make money with Devin Haney. It doesn't look like he can. I mean, Devin Haney up to this point has been on free TV for, for his championship fights before this. And this one sold about 150000 But you also can't make money with Vasil Lomachenko. Uh, right. So, <laughs> you know, he, he is a he is a good fighter. He is. I'm not trying to say that he's not a good fighter or anything They're like both that. They're both like good fighters, yeah. But is 35, again, doesn't have the power. Same issue as, as Devin Haney. He's not an exciting fighter. Uh, he And he's lost three times in 20 fights. At, at least, uh, because yeah, again, you know, Ortiz had a had a, a good argument uh, for for beating Lomachenko in that fight. Um, so you know, I, I, I can see him wanting to to get those belts off of Haney for that reason, get them onto somebody like Stevenson, uh, who I think is is a a more exciting fighter and and yep. has the potential to be a much more popular fighter than either
1: one of these guys. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and and to your point, I'm sorry, Mikey, uh, you want to chime in.
0: No, I I was just gonna say, I agree with B. Um, but it's what is it? Can you? Am I mad? This is my problem with it. When you when you were asked the question, (laughs) you you skated around it, right? Uh, I wouldn't be fair for me to answer that. If that's how you felt. Um, because it was a contra- to to a lot of people, it was a controversial fight, right? Some people felt like Vasile got robbed, right? Um, as Bob said, he, he confidently, he won easily. So, if you felt that way when you were asked the question, say it. Um, that's my issue with it. Other than that, he's entitled to his opinion. If he felt like he won, um, then he felt like he won. You are into a business agreement with these people. Um, and, you know, he's made it clear. I mean, to your point, right? He, he said sometime leading up to this fight, um, when asked about what's next for Devin, what about Tank Davis? He said there's no money in it for top rank in, in Haney and Davis. I don't see how he feels that way, um, but that's what he said. I think I sent it to you guys and I said, yo, this is the same thing he did to Bud in a sense, right? He told Bud on live TV that I've lost money on Bud. You know what I mean? In so many different so, so many different ways. So I don't know how, if, if if he wouldn't be able to make money off of a fight with Haney and Tank, that, that's, that's a problem with him. If he can't make money off of these fighters that he has, he, uh, by all rights, man, he he has one of the better stables, right? Yeah. Um, he, he, up until this last fight, you know, he had the undisputed champion in Haney. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's a chance he's going to sign back off of, off of all of this talk or whatever that went down. But we've said on this show, right? And some people thought we were crazy. But we've said on this show, and we outlined why bob wouldn't want loma to win first of all loma is his guy he loves lomachenko right lomachenko was supposed to be the guy right he was the matrix he was what they call him high tech what what is high his name yeah, yeah. He, the matrix he he was all of that right he he was supposed to be you know the next floyd mayweather in a sense remember he had to he he had a little bit of a defensive style like floyd he you know he Did all the certain angles, and you know, he was supposed to be that guy. And this was the second time that Bob could have got him all the straps, right? The first time, you know, he lined him up for Cambosis, right? And Cambosis, he went home, he went to fight and protect his country. So, you know, salute to him for that. Haney went over there, Haney got the straps, he tried to put it back in his lap. He preferred. For to see Lomachenko win this fight, one, he still has Lomachenko in the contract. So if Devin decides to walk, you know, he, he would have the belt still, right? And then he can keep the belts within the stable because if he puts them up against uh Shakur Stevenson, who is a top ranked fighter, either when either person that wins the belts stay home. So it, to me, it was clear that he felt this way, right? That he wanted Lomachenko to win from a business standpoint. You probably don't want to say that out loud. If you want to retain the fighter, if you don't care, then, you know, say it when the mics are, are, are open or, you know, when the question is asked when you say it, say it just like you said it there. I thought Lomachenko won the fight. Um, I do want to say real quick while we are live recording, Michael Benson just tweeted that Vasil, Vasil Lomachenko has retained his position as the number one contender. In the new WC WBC lightweight rankings following his defeat to Devin Haney. Stevenson is two. So if Haney moves up to super lightweight, the WBC would likely order Loma Loma and Shakur for the vacant belt. Mm. That just dropped.
2: That makes okay. sense. I I don't yeah. I don't think that Loma should drop off of what was an incredibly so was. competitive fight. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Loma Chanko versus Stevenson for the title. I mean that, that that is the path that that it should go, right? Uh, Haney, you know, obviously, you know, he says he 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 may need to move up because he he has a lot of trouble making that weight. Yeah. Uh, so if he can move up and and lure Tang Davis into a fight, and then you order Lomachenko versus Stevenson, I think that's the best case scenario for everybody.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, but you talked about um, selling these fights, right? And Bob Aaron's just. It is like you can't sell you can't sell, bud. OK, you can't sell you, you can't make money off of Haney and Loma. You can't make money off of Haney or would be Haney and, and Tank. You know, that's what he said. Who can you make money off of? Right. Like To, to be fair, Bud couldn't make money off
2: Bud either. Uh, and I think him saying he can't make money off of Haney and Tank is just him protecting Haney I, from from losing all of the belts. I'll say and, I'll say
1: this them being out of the uh, top rank control. Yeah, I, I'll say this. I I think this Bud and Errol Spence fight is going to do uh, big numbers. Right, I think it's obviously going to be the best pay per view that Bud's had, but I also think it's going to be the best pay per view that Errol Spence has had. And this is the fight that Bud has been pushing for, and and Bob Arum has admitted that he just couldn't get that that fight. He couldn't make that fight happen. Right. That's on that's on Bob Arum, Right. So the fight that could get Bud some notoriety, he's not making it happen. Right? Saying, oh, go fight uh, Josh Taylor. Okay, nobody knows who Josh Taylor is. Right? Like, I mean, like get him the fight that everybody wants to see. Right? Put your ego away and go talk to Al Heyman and make that fight happen. But Aaron refused to do that, right? Um. But this fight—I mean, we're sitting here talking about you know what sells, what it doesn't sell. Um, this this report came out from from Dan Rayfield, and that's what you're going to allude to earlier, B. I mean, I, I didn't want to see your Thunder. You want you want to take take the lead here?
2: Oh no! Uh, just on the the uh, Haney and, and Lomachenko buys. Uh, yeah, so the from multiple sources out there that it sold about one hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, you know, possibly a little bit more, but just a, a very uh, disappointing number for the, the the magnitude of fight that it was, hmm. uh, and and especially for Devin Haney, who obviously you know kind of feels that he should be a bigger star than he is than he than he currently is, and especially coming a, a month after uh, Davis and Garcia went over 1.2 million buys. Yeah.
1: I, you know, I don't know
2: at a much more expensive price, also.
1: Oh, this was more expensive than uh, a...
2: no, no, no. Uh, Garcia and Davis oh, was, oh, 80, yeah. was 85, uh, and this was 60.
1: Yeah, I don't know how disappointing it is, man. Like, we none of us here had the expectation that it was going to do a lot, right? Like, the average fights now, the average pay per views aren't that high, like, really good would be about 300,000. I think that's around what Errol Spence does, right? Or has done. Um, you know, 150 or 200 I think is average. Sure, I mean disappointing in a sense that you would hope that it would do more. But 150 is, man, 150 200 is kind of what I expect. But this isn't an average
2: fight. Uh no. so the two so, cuz you know, in that same article it mentions 2 to 300 is what, you know, you kind of see on average for uh non-heavyweight pay-per-views. Right. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't just a uh, you know, random pay-per-view at that way. This is the undisputed champion going up against allegedly the uh uh, you know, the guy who's going to the Hall of Fame and could 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 possibly be one of the best pound for pound all-time they were saying 3 3 or 4 fights ago. Uh, uh yeah. so, you know, th- this is you know, the number one contender, one of the top guys out there against Devin Haney who had who's the undisputed champ you would expect. That to be a much bigger fight, uh, you know, especially like I said, when you're looking at Tank Davis, who has no belts, uh, going up against Ryan Garcia, who has no belts and no respect.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mikey, what are your thoughts on this? I'm, I'm gonna put this all up on screen real quick so people can uh see it. Um, Dan Rayfield is reporting this. He says, um, the event generated about 150,000 pay per view buys. Multiple industry sources told fight freaks unite. That's the that's that's who uh. Uh, Dan Rayfield writes for. Another source said the fight did more than 150,000. The number includes streaming sales via ESPN Plus, as well as traditional cable and satellite services. With around 115,000 coming via digital, and another 35,000 to 40,000 via cable and satellite. Uh, with a retail price of $59.99 per the, for the pay-per-view, that means it grossed about nine million in domestic television revenue. As a reference point, <laughs> the recent uh, Tank and Garcia pay-per-view in Vegas uh, back late in April, won, uh, won by Davis on TKO, did massively well by present-day standards. That's, that's a fact. It's believed that Davis Garcia in, was in excess of 1.2 million purchase over six times the buys as hanging Loma Tango and pay-per-view audience. This is basically what, what B is saying. And right here at the bottom, most non-heavyweight pay-per-views are struggling to get more than 200 or 300 buys. In current boxing landscape, so this is exactly what you were saying here, B. Um, Mikey, your thoughts?
0: I I think that reading that the the last line or the line before the last line is, uh, what's gonna hurt us from seeing a, a tank in a Haney next, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we even though we're starting to see these guys get in front of. Um, you know, the promoters <clears throat> taking hold of their destiny with these fights. um as B said, Haney feels that he is more popular than he really is, right Um and I think that's part of what hurts him the most is because he got all the straps. He kind of shortcut himself, in, in so many ways, maybe financially, to jump ahead of some people to get that fight with Cambosis so that he can get a shot at getting the straps. Because I felt like, I feel like he feels that was going to catapult him to superstardom. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do that. Right. Um, like B also said, you, then the numbers were just there. You seen Tank and Garcia Booth both without belts sell over 1.2 million, you know. um and and I think that bothers Haney, right? Haney's co- Haney's comments post fight was also interesting to me, because he made a point to continue to say that, hey, I proved that I'm a draw. You know, this place was sold out. I proved that. You know, um, you know, I, I'm I, I beat a future Hall of Famer. I'm powerful for pound power number one, right? So what, reading between the line of those those comments and then knowing how, you know, Tank Davis and his team gets down. The ego side of it, of this A side, B side thing is what I think will hurt this fight. They, they won't 50-50 split that fight. Like, Tank Tank is not going to. One 50 fifty fifty split because he feels like he's the draw, and by all the courts, he is the draw. I saw somebody online talking about, um, you know Hector Garcia, right? Hector Garcia, they they just did a purse bid on his next fight, and the the, the bid, the winning bid was four hundred thousand. So somebody in the comments was like, ha ha ha, the guy that you know that that tank fought last, you know, he he. he his fight is only going to go for 400k, right? And everybody's like, "Yo, what are you laughing at?" <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like, "He's talking about t- he's Tank said Haney got to get his numbers up, but this guy that he fought only his his per, his purse bid is only 400k, right? So, but people in the comments were telling them like, "Bro, but that fight did over 200 thousand buys for a guy who, like you're saying, is a nobody." to the casual fan. Right. So, again, you're hurting Devin's case in that situation because this guy has proven that he can sell out no matter who his opponent is, right? Right. We've now seen Haney in major fights, right? His last three fights were major fights, and they all had problems selling. right. Right. So I think the ego side of this will get in the way And it will be hard to make a Tank Haney fight, even though we want to see it. But I think Devin is not going to want to give up being the A-side because he got the belts. He's coming off of this win where he just beat, uh, you know, so-called future Hall of Famer. So (laughs) the numbers... I would have liked to see better numbers, maybe around the 200, to 230, 250, because then now you can come to the table with some type of argument. But yeah. 150, unless he's, going, unless he's going to be willing to, to take the, the less of the line share, I think that, that hurts our chance of seeing the tank and Haney anytime soon. Just my personal opinion. So that's, from all of that and talking to numbers, I start that's what starts generating in my mind, the next fight, and can we see what we really want to see happen on the business side? And I just, unfortunately, those numbers, uh, to me, are disappointing from that side because we won't be able to see what we want to see. But like you said, Jose, we weren't expecting it to do much more than what it did. You know, we I think we had maybe said it might do two hundred. So that's we awesome. were, Yeah, we were we we were under that so. Unfortunately, man, it didn't sell like we thought. So we'll see what happens next.
1: Yeah, like I mean, listen, it's disappointing for me from a standpoint of not not the expectation. We expected it to do around that much. that's just like the average for you know for these fights. Uh disappointing because I think I said I, I hope, yeah, you know, look, I want all these pay per views to do well, right? I want Boston to to grow in popularity. Um I was hoping that. It would be a bigger draw than we expected and maybe get like three maybe even four hundred thousand and you know that's a big enough buzz to be like okay these you know both of these guys are, are growing in popularity and you know they're, they're both draws and you know that up some interest but yeah one hundred fifty thousand is underwhelming i think i i now that i'm thinking about it, i think a rematch might do both of them some good in terms of sales because of the controversy and how it ended maybe a second fight would do better and then from there you, get, you can kind of assess the numbers and then on haney side if you went say okay let's do this fight with tank but yeah right now it's either got to be you got you got to do another fight and prove that you can get your numbers up if you want uh, a 50 50 split or a bigger split because i mean those numbers right there um 50 50 ain't happening right maybe even less Tank might push for coming off of that Ryan Garcia fight. Now, you can argue that Ryan Garcia is a huge draw, too, right? But Hector Garcia ain't a huge draw, and he he sold more with the Hector Garcia fight than Haney did fighting another popular fighter in Lomachenko. That's going to be the argument. That's what, what really hurt him. He had to at least outsell that fight, and he didn't do that.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm gonna uh, disagree a little bit. I don't want these pay-per-views to do well, uh, Uh because I I want the promoters and the networks to see that that is not the way to go. Like the popular Uh, boxing's popularity is fine. Uh, You know, when when Haney was fighting for free on ESPN Plus, well, not for free, but on ESPN Plus, not on pay-per-view, he did. 1.3 million views on average when ah, of course point. Stevenson was fighting yeah. on ESPN plus he was doing 1.3 million views so the the interest is there but you know the, the difference between boxing and and say UFC cuz I'm looking at Adesanya Israel Adesanya's uh, pay-per-view buys right so he's been doing hundred thousand for one of his fights, seven hundred for one. You know uh, the numbers for the the second Pereira fight, I I don't see anywhere at this point. But that you means, would expect it, means it did it
1: didn't it didn't do that well.
2: Well, I mean maybe, but it, it is also you know fairly recent. Uh, and yeah. those other fights were, were much older. But I think the the, the reason you see bigger numbers like that on on some cards is that. UFC stacks their cards with a lot of fights and a lot of, of popular fighters that, that card also had, uh, Gilbert Burns also had Masvidal also had Kevin hall, you know, guys that, that people know and people want to see, and you're, you're still not doing the numbers that the tank and Davis fight did, which was the only fight that anybody was, was ordering that pay-per-view to watch. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, but those kind of fights are going to be few and far between and be able just, you know, when you have so many options, you know there's netflix disney plus uh hulu and and apple tv you know all these different streaming options are you gonna you know pay out 60 bucks every other month to watch a a, a boxing match probably right. not yeah. you know probably not uh but you will put the fight on if it's on the network and you know that's what like Amazon's doing with one FC, right? They pay one FC and the fights are just on there and you watch them. Uh, That's what DAZN was doing for a bit, but obviously they they didn't uh, uh, properly estimate their market uh, considering what they were paying uh, for some of those fighters to be on the network, Canelo and Triple G and them. But I think that the appetite is there for the fights. It's just not there to pay 60-plus for every single fight uh, of significance
1: yeah no man that's an excellent point b um uh, the, the ratings that that i think that is proof that these these boxes are popular and people do want to see them fight but when you're talking about making a financial commitment right that's that's something different um for somebody like haney yeah people tune in to watch haney but you know haney's not a knockout artist you know tank davis is a knockout artist right like it just even though he doesn't have the belts that Haney has, the fights feel like there's more weight to it, right? I mean, those those crowds, I mean, it's 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 a show, it's a whole performance. Um, and, and I, th- I think we said this on the show before, right? Like top rank has man, they have the fighters, they have a stable over there, but PBC puts on a show, right? Those pay-per-views, you get your money's worth on those pay per views, and they have fighters over there too. But man, like it's just a different experience. It feels like when uh, when you order those those fights. Uh, one one being because ESPN Plus is, is the worst app on the face of the earth, right? Um, Be okay, Prime. Listen, listen. We do not condone bootlegging over here, okay? <laughs> but I promise you, if you bootleg that fight, it, it was probably a higher quality than ordering it on ESPN Plus. That's how bad their service is. All right, as 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 you know, you know, Lyle buying is over here are paying for ESPN plus. Okay. Um, we can we can attest to to their poor service. Okay. Yeah. Uh the zone as well. The zone still always be money, by the way. Okay. We haven't forgot that the zone. zone's a garbage service. <laughs> and,
2: and and garbage <laughs> service and
1: garbage customer service, mind you. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I mean they uh, I dare I say they're criminals, right? They're <laughs> just holding up your money. Yeah. Right. But no, but listen. You have to you, you have to be accessible, and if you're going to if you're going to put this is this is Devin Haney's first pay per view fight, I believe.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Lomachenko too, I think. I don't think Lomachenko's been on pay per view.
2: Uh yeah, no, because the the Tia Fimo fight wasn't on pay per view.
1: No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. So this is their first pay per view uh, fight, but they've built up enough hype to where it should have done more than a hundred and fifty thousand. But if you're going to if you're going to Put your fighters on pay-per-view then you have to promote the fight i don't think these promoters do nearly enough to sell these fights right tank davis and ryan garcia did something that nobody expected that i was not expecting anywhere near a million pay-per-view buys but those guys know how to work social media mm-hmm. especially ryan garcia right uh, both of them are very active on social media. They, they gain popularity. Like they're doing all the right podcasts and shows, everything, YouTube, they're, they're doing all that stuff. They're bringing in a different crowd. Whereas, you know, these other fights, it ain't just Haney Lomachenko, like all these other fights. Um, they're just kind of going through the same circuits, right? The same circle of people. Um, that's not bringing in a casual fan. You have to get out in front of the casual fan and say, Hey, Check me out, check out my fight. I'm a side fighter. I'll find fight another good opponent. You should watch this fight. Um, that's what that's what Tanks camp is doing. That's what Ryan Garcia's camp is doing. That's why they get more pay-per-view buys. You can't just be out there and just say, okay, uh, we have a fight set up on this date. We'll do a couple of uh, a couple of press conferences, we'll do our stare down, we'll have our way in, we'll stare down each other, and then we'll give each other a little shove and hopefully that sells the fight you got to do more than that it doesn't work in today in today's uh uh, climate there's too many other things to watch now right you have to do more to draw people in
2: yeah and you know uh like you said you have to get in front of people and it's not like it used to be where we're all watching the same you know five or six channels and you can just buy some ads and and it's cool you know uh i mean I i don't know if if apple has any interest in this but Go to Apple, try and try and get yourself signed to Apple, and see if they'd be interested in in front of the money for these fights. I know every show that's coming on, on Apple TV. I don't I don't have any interest in watching them, but I know about them because every time I do watch something on Apple TV, they're playing trailers, and every time that show ends, they're playing trailers for all their other shows. Mm-hmm. Like they do a great job of letting you know what's on their platform, right? Uh, and you see that across, you know, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, all of them. Uh, but if you're on ESPN, I mean, who else is gonna know that you're even fighting? Uh, yeah. and it's not like it's not like boxing is a big part of ESPN's programming at this point. Oh, okay. uh, you have to do more and and you know to be fair, that's what the zone was an attempt at, but the zone didn't have the money. Uh, Apple has more money than God <laughs> you know <laughs> Amazon, Google
1: get your get your fights on
2: YouTube. Hey, you know, you know what? This
1: something. is this is the time to do it now. That they had the writer strike. They're they're thirsty for content.
2: Yeah,
1: right. So, uh, all right. So, um, look, we got another story to get to. Um, look, Clarissa, the quote shields had a fight coming up. I don't even remember the person's name because uh, she's not fighting anymore. And turns out she was a cheater. Okay, I uh, had a fight coming up and uh. That opponent got swapped out because um, uh, she got busted uh, with uh, high levels of testosterone. Correct? Do you remember her name? Does anybody remember her name? That's okay, because no. the new opponent, Hannah <laughs> is, Gabriel, is is who? Oh, uh, uh, the previous opponent was Hannah Gabriel. Hannah Gabriels, yes, yeah. good, 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 good eye there. We knew that right. Hannah Gabriels uh, was removed from the card on Thursday due to results from a voluntary anti-doping association test earlier this month, the zone has announced. The new opponent is Marvisella Cornejo. I'm uh, gonna
2: say this real quick. marisella does not look like she's ready to fight.
1: <laughs> not in not in that picture. She she looks like she she ready she ready to catch some hands, boy. <laughs> uh I don't I'm not sure what belt she's 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 holding right there. But she might as well just go ahead and hand that over. <laughs> so let's we'll say so so do we think uh hannah uh was she gabriel's. Did, was hannah gabriel's did she did she purposely dope or did she eat some tainted steak from chipotle <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, a <laughs> like i'm not
2: i'm not gonna say that she did, you know she was purposely doping. right like we don't know there's a lot of ways that you can you can uh pop positive on, on these tests, right? You know, there's a lot of supplements and you know, yeah, you don't necessarily know what's in all of them. But, you know, that is your responsibility, uh, as as the as the, as a professional athlete. And it's unfortunate for her that she's not going to be able to participate in the fight. But you know, I mean that's just the way it goes. Like I said, the uh new opponent in that particular I've never seen her fight, uh, but in that particular picture, I'm not Real uh, high on her chances uh, against yeah. Clarissa, but you know we'll see.
0: So, so here's here's her reasoning, according to her promoter Lou DeBella, right? I haven't heard that name in a minute. Hannah Gabriel, um, Hannah Gabriel's promoter Lou DeBella, on well, how she tested positive for uh, cholesterol. What is it? What's the one she tested for?
2: I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but it was a yeah, like, yeah. like, so testosterone, cholesterol,
0: cholesterol ball, or whatever. Same thing that uh, that was the same thing with Canelo, right? Oh, I don't know. I think it's the uh, same thing. E- either way, okay. Her dog had major abdominal surgery. She applied <laughs> the medication to her dog, and that's how it got into her bloodstream, according to her promoter.
1: Wait, wait, wait! Canelo. She gave her dog medicine like a,
2: like a cream. Yeah. And it seeped in through her skin. Yeah. That's what we're going with. I, I will I will give these athletes. Man, these athletes are creative.
1: Yeah, they are. They are uh, very creative. They are very creative. Um, Jesus. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's what here we're going to do right now. Because
2: how could you be certain that that was the way? Yeah
1: she just dis- she did an internal investigation and she oh, said yeah. you know i i determined uh what the cause is <laughs> yeah um,
2: like, like the nfl we investigated ourselves and found no wrongdoing
0: so first it was <clears throat> um the ingredient it was in the medication gabriel spread on her dog surg- surgically repaired uh, abdomen um she then had her husband spread the medication on the dog summit after vader the v- v- Veda testers informed that the banned substance was a component in her dog's medication. Okay, um, which prompted Shields and her promoter to go with uh, the new opponent. Uh, bella says, I am not blaming Clarissa for this. Um, I'm not complaining that Clarissa picked another opponent. I understand the hand that tested positive for banned substance. I'm just explaining what happened here. He also said that uh she's the real Hannah's the real victim here. She hasn't had a payday in 25 months, and mm. now she's out of a big fight. Her dog had a major ab- abdominal surgery. She applied the medication to her dog, and that's how I got into a blessing. So he keeps repeating that. So um, yeah, that's that's why she is out of this fight. Okay, so this was Marcella
1: Cornejo, right? We 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 all agree she does not look like she's ready to step in the ring. This is Hannah G. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, are you sure? Like, so just by the application, I, I mean, was like, like, was it like infused with with gamma rays? Like, what kind of cream was was that that she that she applied onto her dog that made her look like that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, apparently, fight. <laughs> what I didn't know is that, uh, so Gabriel is 21, 2, and 1 with 12 KOs. She has already fought Shields. Um, Did she knock her down? But she's the, she got the rematch because she's the only opponent to knock Shields to the canvas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's tough. She's tough. Um yeah yeah man um i don't know yeah i mean sad if true right that's a wild story though that's a wild story i don't know um i don't know that doesn't seem like a compelling reason to get the rematch uh
2: they fought 10 rounds and on the judges scorecards shields won nine eight and eight (laughs)
0: Yeah, they say they said she won handedly though.
2: But, yeah, but she it, was, a it was a flash
0: knockdown according to this. Yeah, uh, no,
2: she let, she knocked her down and that's great. I'm saying when you lose 9 out of 10 rounds, there's no reason to back. have a re- yeah. no reason to have
1: a rematch. Knocked down or not. Yeah, I think unfortunately for Shields, this is there's no opponents out there for her. Yeah. Right, that's all it is. So it's kind of like Let's recycle this story. Hey, remember that that one knockdown that uh that lady scored? Let's let's get her back and and try to sell that fight. But there's really nothing for Clarissa Shields right now. Yeah.
2: Hey, you remember that one guy who beat James Roper when he was an amateur?
1: Let's uh, yeah. let's, go, let's get him in there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's um it's it's tough for both of them, man. Like Clarissa is in a in a spot where. I Don't know, like, I'm not sure, like, what's her weight class compared to like Katie Taylor and Serrano? Like, Uh, she's a a middleweight, yeah, she's too heavy for them, right? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the thing. There's a lot of uh, excellent, great fighters, uh, women fighters, but Clarissa is too big for for those fighters, so she's just kind of in no woman's land, you know, so to speak. But you know, uh, she's gonna go put on a show against Marcella, and Marcella will get a payday, and we hope, um. Hannah recovers from that cream application on her dog and uh, gets another fight set up because that does suck, man. Like, that is a profession and not being able to. Well, I mean, I'm not sure how much she was getting paid from it. Um, women fights don't get paid that much, but <sighs> yeah, we'll see. All right. Is there anything else we need to cover? Did we get everything?
0: Uh, Garcia. With uh Derrick James. Mm. that's right. Yes, yes.
1: Ryan Garcia has a new trainer, uh, coach of the year or trainer of the year, Derek James, who uh trains Errol Spence and the Charlo Brothers. And he's coached Charlo a, anyway. Well, the Charlo Brothers, he coaches both
2: of them. I don't think them. he I don't think he trains both of them, does he? I think he only trains
1: Jamel. I thought he trained uh both of them.
2: I don't know. I thought he went train Jamal. Now
0: nah, he okay. trains both of them, but you know, one ain't active, so I guess you can say <laughs> he also is tra- not currently training. Jamal.
1: <laughs> He's also currently training Anthony Joshua,
2: but that's about to change because uh, Jamal about to fight Chad Ochocinco.
1: <laughs> <laughs> James also is currently training Anthony Joshua and Frank right. Martin and Frank Martin, who is a beast. Yeah, so man listen i don't think james takes on ryan garcia uh unless uh he gets a, a real commitment from ryan garcia um now ryan garcia ha- has had a history of not um putting his best foot forward not putting in the work you know canelo's campus said that when he's training under eddie reynoso and um you know I, I, from what i've seen he hasn't refuted that right But Ryan Garcia is young, too, and maybe it's just one of those things where he hadn't matured yet. And listen, man, taking an ass whooping right in front of one point two million people will uh, will humble you and make you reflect on things. And maybe this is a good thing for Ryan Garcia, because I think he he got with one of the best trainers in the game. And he's moving up to 140 and Ryan Garcia could do a lot of damage there. He's got the tools, right? um and if, if Dad james can ch- can train you know coach him up <sighs> he, you, you still have a superstar in the making with ryan Garcia
2: I think it's going to be a lot of fun when he, he you know he gets some training in like I said he moves up to 140 and he knocks out Devin Haney
1: oh oh you think he's going to knock out Devin Haney De- listen man I'm, think- I'm, I'm
2: saying it would be a lot of fun if it happened I'm not saying for sure that it would happen I, I think he he has a, a great shot at beating he I think you know, he's a very skilled fighter, but I'm not saying for sure. I'm just saying that would be
0: pretty pretty hilarious to me. I think he knocks I think he knocks Roley out first to take his belt. Yeah, he gonna put Roley to sleep. Uh, I don't think he, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he gets don't
2: that that's an unserious division. Why <laughs> Rolly Romero got a belt?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I think it's a good move. I, look, it's a move that that can't hurt him. Right. He went to the right person. Um, if, if he's if he's invested, like you said, he should get better. I mean, you know, typically when you're you in a camp like that, you know, iron sharp, sharpens iron. So you you working with some of the best fighters in the world. Um, so he, he if he's really involved and invested, he should get better. And uh, fix it, his his mistakes that he that he you know he showed that he showed over the past couple of years. So um, I think it's a good move for him, man. I I would have <clears throat> I I didn't think when they said he was a free agent. I didn't I didn't I, when they say he was looking anywhere. I didn't think about Derrick James as being a possibility. Uh, I know they said he was you know I had contacted Eddie Renoso so again uh, possibly going back there my um, joke. They said, "Hey, he should go and he should come to Baltimore, man, and 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 go to Upton." You know what I mean? And yeah. and get with tanking them. But um, I didn't think Derry James, but I think it's a good move for him.
1: Yeah. All right, and you know, look, and and to his credit, he did say after the fight that he's moving up to 140, and you will see him soon. So, uh, I give I give a lot more respect to Ryan Garcia this year, even even in a loss. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, i res- i respected him for making that fight happen with tank both of them making that fight happen relatively quickly right they said they're going to do it they kept their words the fight happened and now he's just like all right i'm gonna move up to 140 i'm gonna get with a you know i'm gonna get with another trainer the hottest trainer in the game right now and i'm getting right back at, out there after it there seems to be a change in his mindset that's what it seems from the outside right um and we'll see who, who he takes on next. I, I expect him to announce something here soon. I, I don't think he's going to take a long layoff. Um, he should he should be getting back out there pretty soon against somebody. Roley would be a perfect uh, <laughs> a perfect opponent. Roli just he's just begging for somebody to to give those belts to, or yeah. give that belt to.
2: And I, I agree with you. I think that you know, like to get him beat in front of that many people in that fashion, but also finding out that everyone you surround yourself with don't really mess with you. Uh, that's yes. probably gonna change your mindset pretty quickly.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think he makes this move if he's not serious about boxing. If he, uh, and I know, look, I know I've been hard on the young fella, you know, <laughs> on this show, but I think he this move shows that he he's he's serious about about boxing and and uh, and improving his craft. So, uh, good move. For him, we'll see. I think, I think, I mean, he's by all accounts of his Instagram, he's been hinting hinting at him getting back in the ring very soon. So I think we will see him sooner than later. Um, and uh, let's let's see, let's see what happens, Mm -hmm. man. See where it goes for Ryan Garcia. And I think that's that's part of the tank effect, right? Look at all, look at all the tank's opponents, right? Outside of Hector Garcia, because we haven't heard much after that situation, but you you gain more popularity and respect coming off of a loss from tank right look at i mean it, it honestly propelled esop cruz to being a bigger name in boxing because they thought oh, he gave him an issue even though tank beat him with one hand but that's that's not really, really, really. <laughs> um but it, it brought popularity to him right as being um a fighter that you know Hey, he's a game fighter, solid name for somebody to get in the ring with. I mean, he it made Roly a household name, right? Yeah. We know what Roly is. We Roly is the same as what we thought he was before he stepped in the ring with Tank, but um, he knew how to sell the fight, you know, and uh, that's that's Roly's gift. He knows how to sell the fight, so he'll make a lot of money in this game. Um, but you know, he fighting Tank only helped him along the way. You know what I mean? And then Ryan Garcia, a lot of people were down on Ryan Garcia, right? Even in the loss to him to take Ryan Garcia, as you said, Jose is getting more respect, right? You don't hear many people clowning Ryan Garcia like they used to um, on Twitter and everything saying, you know, you know, the things they said about Ryan Garcia. So you're not hearing that no more. Now you're seeing people say, all right, man, Ryan, Ryan, all right, Ryan, Ryan's tough. Or whatever you want to call it. So, um, as y'all can tell, that was hard for me to say. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, but like I said, man, I do think going to that camp is showing that he's he's legit about uh, getting getting his boxing game together.
1: All right, all right. Well, that wraps it up. Oh, did you want to say something, B? I did not. Okay, B is good. Uh, that wraps it up for a. Uh, Sort of an impromptu episode of Rain Kings podcast. We wanted to kind of touch on this now uh, before we got to the weekend. Um, very exciting news about uh, Errol Spence and Bud Crawford, um, and like we said, that same week, uh, Cool Boys uh, Stefan Fulton taking on the monster in a way that's going to be a huge fight as well. So um, some very good matches coming up here, and you know, hopefully, we'll see the return of Ryan Garcia. Um, in the near future, but, um, lots of stuff going on, man, lots of stuff going on. And then obviously we got to see, uh, what happens with Haney Lomachenko moving forward. I think in the coming weeks, uh, things will start to unfold with, with, uh, both of those individuals. So, uh, stay tuned. If you're not, uh, subscribed, make sure you're subscribed. If you are listening to the audio podcast, make sure you follow us, make sure you uh give us a five-star review. All right. Um, Mikey, anything before anything else before we get out of here?
0: Uh, my bad. I was trying to pull up the schedule because I think I think the month of July is is popping. I think you, you just you just named two of the fights. But uh, I was trying to pull it up real quick, but that's cool. That's cool. Um Yeah.
2: Um in July we got, let's see, Jared Anderson versus somebody whose name I'm not going to try and pronounce. <laughs> uh, That's right. You got Fr- fight. Franchon Cruz Desern versus Savannah Marshall that same day. Uh, you got Stanyonis versus Virgil Ortiz on July 8th. Alicia Baumgartner versus Christina Leonard, Christina on uh, July 15th. <laughs> Uh, Fulton in a way and then Spence and Crawford on the 29th.
1: Huge month. Huge month. Um, And that's at the end of the month uh, to lead us into August. And what happens August 4th? Yes, yes, for our audio listeners, what you were just listening to was our promo for the Roundup Meet and Greet happening August 4th in Columbia, Maryland at Bus Boys and Poets. It will be myself, OTR Mike, Brodney. We got Hendo from the Rope Pod. We have Coach Evans from Sit to Tally Films and Chris Just Joking from the Deep Cover Podcast. So um, make sure you go get your tickets. There's gonna be food, drinks, alcoholic drinks available via cash bar. We're going to have music. We're going to be giving away prizes. Um, it's going to be lots of fun. So get your tickets while they're still available. That is August 4th in Columbia, Columbia Maryland. The Roundup meet and greet. Um, all right. That's all I had. And make sure you're, you're following us on uh, all the social media, right? Twitter, uh, TikTok, and is that it? Twitter, Twitter. TikTok, yeah, at LBHT show, or not LBHT show, that's the other one, at Ring Kings Pod. uh, And make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Um, All right, we are out of here. B, are you ready? Yep. All right, B is ready. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys next time. Peace.